Welcome to another episode of It's All in the Family podcast. I'm Brian. I'm here with Bree and Brolo Tony. And uh, we got an episode uh, this week where we're going to be talking about the Packers. Uh, there's there's some news that's going on in, in Green Bay, and, and we just felt like we need to get together and talk about it. Uh, we also want to be talking about some quarterback situations that are that are a little sticky this year and, and could be uh, could be quite the offseason for some teams. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Yo. <laughs> Yo, the, the, the Toots special. Shout uh, out to Toots. Yeah. It was his birthday. He's 82 this week. 82. I can't believe Toots is 82. Killing it. He's he's still killing it. All right, uh, so let's 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 start with the big news in Green Bay. Uh, Joe, since, since the last time we we got together and, and podcasted, uh, Joe Barry was hired as a defensive coordinator. I don't know about you guys. Um, I was not super excited about that hire. No, I mean the way I see it, saw it is uh, Lafleur kind of hired his friend Brian. We know when we worked together. Friends, the, friends don't work well. Friends uh, at work. Friends don't always work well together. Especially it, it when you're teaching the I mean, tots. I mean, we worked well together, <laughs> yeah. but but we did not work well together. <laughs> and and I just I don't see this. I don't see this as a long time hire for Green Bay. Um, I I really wish that Matt Lafleur maybe would have ventured out of his friend zone. I guess. Um, it was really cool to see that the Packers, you know, interviewed and, and talked a lot with Jim Leonard. It was not so cool that he turned him down uh, reportedly twice. Um, he was kind of the big the big name that I was really looking forward to this year, uh, picking up in 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 that role. But he turned us down, and, and that's okay. I mean, it's the world wasn't over at that point. But Joe Barry, he yeah. was he was the defensive coordinator for for Detroit uh, in 07-08. He, they ranked last in the league in defense those two years. Uh, and then he was a defense coordinator for Washington in, in 15-16. And uh, they were a bottom half of the league defense. Now, I don't know how much talent uh, Detroit and Washington had on those defenses. I, I you know, I, I can't imagine it was great. <laughs> I mean, it was Detroit. Yeah, it was, it was Detroit. And that was like 07-08. That was, that was pre-Matt Stafford Detroit almost. That, that, that had to be pretty close to pre-Matt Stafford. And they were really bad before they got Matt Stafford, and they're, they're still bad. But, yeah, I just I don't love this hire. Yeah, I'm not the greatest greatest fan of this. It, honestly, I when they hired him, I'm like, who? Who yeah. is this guy? And, and, you know, there are plenty of other defensive coordinators that were also looking for different positions. Yeah. So, I don't... Well, that, that McVeigh... Mike Shanahan kind of coaching tree just keeps expanding. And I yeah. guess I don't know when it's going to stop. It kind of reminds me of the Packers, their 96, 95 through 97 season. You know, you have all these good coaches that came from that coaching staff. Andy Reid, Gruden, and there's like probably two or three more, you know, that yeah. they they have had pretty great success Elsewhere in the league, yeah. yeah. Brie, how old were you in 95, 96? Three years old. Yeah, I, was, I was four. <laughs> I remember that well. I, yeah. <laughs> Great memories of those 95, <laughs> 96 Packers. <laughs> that's, see, that's why we need old guys like Tony. Yeah, here, exactly. You know? <laughs> he knows what's up. He knows what's up. Um, yeah, so need, needless to say, I, Brie, I don't want to speak for you, but, but Tony and I certainly are not uh, thrilled about the hire. Brie, how, how are you feeling about Man, I'm hopeful. I mean, the Rams had a top-tier defense last year. Yep. Um, so he was their linebacker coach. I mean, it, maybe he's learned some things and is ready to step up in the coordinator position and and uh, bring something creative to the table. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I didn't mind Mike Pettin. You know, I really liked his energy. It was a big change from Dom Capers where he was actually on the field and participating with players he wasn't just a schematic guy um and you know it's nice to see the Packers kind of move on from someone rather than you know stick 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 to them when they're doing the same thing for over and over so it's good to have a fresh face uh in the defense that has been on the cusp for a couple years now of of kind of turning the corner but just haven't quite gotten it done uh, so maybe he's the guy that can do it. I don't know. I'm optimistic about the pick. You, well, you have to be. And, and we've got we've got some real talent. I mean, you look at Zadarius, you look at Kenny Clark, you have Jair Alexander, who is out of this world. Um, 
at, at corner. corner. Yeah. Adrian Amos uh, is is no slouch at safety. He was one of the top rated guys by Pro, Fo- Pro Football Focus this past season. So it's not like we are lacking in talent. Um, we just haven't had the guy to put that talent together and really mold it into something that is going to be really great and help out Aaron Rodgers, newly MVP and apparently engaged, um, and really help out Aaron Rodgers in the offense uh, in, in games that that maybe they they don't get going as well. You know, um, good luck, Joe. I I really hope you work out. I just I just I, I just have a question because I didn't. I don't really know because he was the linebacker coach for the Rams this last year. I know the Rams had a really solid defense this year, especially with you know Ramsey at corner and then Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald up front. But how were how do you guys know how their linebacker situation was at all? That was um, looked upon by Pro Football Focus uh, as the weakest piece of their defense. Yeah. So I don't know. Which don't. is also probably <laughs> you know, I mean, the middle linebacker is the weakest piece of our defense. Yeah. We can't stop yeah. the run up the middle. Right. We can't cover tight ends historically. So, right. um, you know, hopefully Which, he can change it up and uh, bring some new guys in. And hopefully we get some help from the draft or free agency, yeah. something to, to fill up the middle. But uh, we'll see how it goes. And I mean, we got rid of one of our starting middle linebackers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's move there. Uh, Couple cuts. I think they came through. It was was it yesterday or today? Today. Um, Christian Kirksey and Rick Wagner. So long, fellas. It was a wonderful ride this past year. Uh, Kirksey hardly saw you on the field, and Wagner. Uh, when I did see you on the field, you were on your back. So <laughs> um, I don't. You know, it it is what it is. We 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 gave you we gave you a shot, and it just didn't work out. I think the one that I'm most disappointed in is Christian Kirksey not working out. He came from Mike Pettin's defense. Uh, he played for Mike Pettin. He had his best years under Mike Pettin as his defensive coordinator in, in Cleveland. And he just, he couldn't stay on the field. And when, when he was on the field, he was more of a liability than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I just remember watching him and there were, I can't remember what game it was. It was early in the season. It was like game two or three. He was on the three-yard line and it was him in the running back, and he let the running back just run right over him. He was flat-footed yeah. right into the end zone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was never – I don't know. when <laughs> He only had 77 tackles this year, which is the middle of the line for him. He's been injury-prone the last – the year before that we got him, and then this year, you know, he missed five games. Yeah, it was definitely a risk to pick him up based on his injury history. Um, he made a couple splash plays – when it mattered, uh, but wasn't real consistent throughout the season. Not a yeah. huge loss for our defense. Yeah, what what it does help out in both of these moves help help clear out some much needed cap space. So the next question is, what do we do with that cap space? JJ Watt's sitting out there; he's a free agent, um, but we have this huge hole at middle linebacker. Uh, we we haven't had a. a Great middle linebacker, really good middle linebacker since Nick Barnett. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I, is there any? Is there anybody else that's filled that position in that time? That's been Blake worth Martinez anything? has been consistent. He made a crap load he, of tackles. He played really well in New York this year. And he, yes, he did. I mean, he he racked up the tackles for them as well. He's kind of a guy that's all over the field, but just, just too half, late, just yeah. enough too late on the play to to make to be a real difference I mean, maker. AJ, so. AJ Hawk was there too, I guess. Um, I, you know, he just he was always too slow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was kind of the same with Martinez. He was always just a step behind. Yes, he would pass the, protection. He would sure. always get the tackle, but he would also allow them to get that allow two, them to three catch it. yards yeah. Yeah. to get that first down. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that was awkward. All three of us took a sip from our beer at that same moment. It's not even good beer tonight. It's it's not even good beer. What are we drinking tonight, Tony? Run of the mill. Coors. Are the, right. mo- are the mountains blue? The mountains are blue. The mountains are blue. That's the most important part. As long as the mountains are blue, then uh, then we're doing okay. Um, so, anyways, I you know if if we don't get if we don't get JJ Watt, which there's a lot of teams that want to get JJ Watt, understandably so. He's he's huge. He's super athletic. He's gonna be 32, and he he has some injury history. But if you can get him, you know, right around that eight million dollars a year. Um, for a year or two, I, I, he could be a huge difference maker. He, 
I, I, I hate this comparison because there there is really nobody like Reggie White, but he could be like a guy coming you guys in. Don't even remember Reggie White, probably. I <laughs> I remember him being a massive human. I being. have his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but the significance of a JJ Watt signing, as long as JJ is healthy, could be a Reggie Watt like Reggie, or Reggie White like signing, signing for yes. a Super Bowl contender. Yes. Yeah. You know what Reggie White did. Play football. Well, he set up the first Lambo <laughs> leap. Ah, all right. Uh, thank maybe, you for maybe JJ Watt could come to Green Bay and start a whole new tradition. I, you know what, Tony? I feel like you just started a new uh, new section on our show called History Talk with Tony. Oh man, because uh, he's so freaking old. Because he's so freaking old. <laughs> gonna have to wipe that dust off some of these pages. Here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, JJ Watt would be a huge addition to this defense. Um, if no JJ Watt, which is like I said, a real possibility. Um, Jalen Smith may be a cap casualty for the Dallas Cowboys. I know he kind of transitioned to more of that outside linebacker role in a 4-3 defense, which that position translates to an inside linebacker role in a 3-4 defense, which is what I'm assuming we're going to be playing next year because that's, you know, that's what our personnel is. I think that Jalen Smith, he's 25. You know, he had that major injury right in uh, his last year at Notre Dame. Um, which which had him you know slip in the draft of the Cowboys who very very knowingly picked him up knowing you know this guy's gonna be a stud and, and he's been really good for Dallas so I I wonder if he could be that that middle linebacker of the future especially given his age and um, his potential his potential salary range because let's be real there's not a lot of teams that are going to be willing to overpay this this offseason just based on the cap situation in the NFL Outside of outside of signing Jalen Smith, I don't know how we fill that hole in the middle of the defense. Yeah, because I mean we've tried the last few years. I mean there were later draft picks too with linebackers and yeah. injury and yeah, Jake Ryan no, was no one, one of those guys. No one's ever really kind of filled that. No position. one's ever popped. No one's yeah. ever popped at that position and. It's just, it's really unfortunate because that's a that's a huge position. Yeah, yeah and to I get mean, a guaranteed young player like that would be huge for the Packers. Who we know is going to be good. Right. Let's put it this way. We had an undrafted free, an undrafted rookie start the season as yeah. an inside middle linebacker, yeah. Barnes, Chris yeah. Barnes. Yeah, and he played, and he played way more snaps yeah. than he should have. Not, not that he was bad, but as an undrafted, undrafted. player coming into the league, that's too many snaps <laughs> at, at, a, at an extremely important position in, in a defense. But, um, you know, maybe we'll, hopefully we'll see some growth from him too. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe he's the next guy up. But um, the, the other thing, I, I guess, is that the Cowboys are looking to improve upon their defense. I would say it's a hard sell for them to they don't maybe have let him go. Space. I mean, what are they going to do with Dak? Franchise tag. That for thirty-eight million dollars—that's that's the cap hit on him this year. You'd be better off giving him, you know, an average annual around thirty-five, if if he'll even take it at this point. But I mean, that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother story. We'll and, get to him in the QB special. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, the QB special coming up soon. Um, let's talk about Aaron Jones for a second. Uh, where do we see him landing? I don't think it's going to be back in Green Bay. I, we don't have the money to pay for him. Um, no. Especially if we go for a guy like Jalen Smith or, or JJ Watt uh, to fill up to fill up some of that cap space that we've cleared with Bakhtiari uh, restructuring and in, in the in the cuts today, where's Aaron Jones going to go, Tony? Um, I was reading this thing. There were four teams that they thought he'd be going to. The Bears, you know, who 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 the fuck it? Who the fuck it? <laughs> the Bears picking up old old Packer players or coaches, yeah. Patton. <laughs> did, um, he, did he go to the Bears? <laughs> I don't know. Did Mike Patton go to the Bears? Yeah, he was a senior defensive staff. Se- senior for sure. Yeah. yeah. Getting up there. <laughs> Just like Tony. All right. Uh, sorry. Well, we, we all work together. <laughs> um, Tony so, knows his old folks. It's an email chain. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears, Miami, the Jets, and kind of a shocker with... San Francisco, just because they always had that just three like five guys, three yeah, <laughs> rotation. But I think they're just trying to figure out that one solid running back to be their number one, and then you know figure out a number two. And 
Yeah, like we were saying, I don't think Aaron Jones is going to stay a Packer unless we franchise take him, but the Packers never do that. Okay, do we think he has as much success anywhere else as he did at the Packers? No. No. No, we had a great run-blocking offensive line the last couple of years, really. Uh, And and it's headlined by Corey Lindsley and David Bakhtiari uh, and Elkton Jenkins, really. Uh, Those three guys really paved the way for for Aaron Jones to kind of run all over the place. Um, not to mention Mercedes Lewis coming out of the backfield as, as that age back, you know, type type player. So I don't see him going to say Chicago, who has leaky holes all across that offensive line, and seeing as much success. Plus, we have to remember David Montgomery had a killer what last six seven games of the season. I don't. They 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 spent a draft pick on the guy. I don't think that they're gonna give up on him that soon. No, either. They I. shouldn't. The only reason they'd take Aaron Jones is to be kind of a compliment, probably third down back. Yeah. But would you spend that much money for a third down back? I don't know. No, because no. where he's going for somebody he, who's so similar in yeah. in style to David Montgomery. Well, and, and Aaron no. Jones isn't gonna. He's not gonna be a third down back. No matter. He he isn't. He is an every down back. It's just a matter of where. And if you ask me, the team that should be looking at him that probably won't uh, because they may be comfortable with the guys that they have, Arizona. Kenny on Drake proved this season that he is he is what we thought he was when he was in Miami. They are who we thought they, they were. are. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> and uh, he he just he was ineffective. He he and you know Chase Chase Edmonds was all right. Chase Edmonds when he when he had opportunities. Um, he's a much better pass catching back out of the backfield than than Kenyon Drake is. I just Drake was not as explosive as everybody was expecting him to be this year. Um, and, and that offense, quite for in my opinion, was extremely disappointing. So if you get a guy like Aaron Jones who who can just hit dynamite basically on any run, why not? Especially if if you think that you have a really good offense, um, I just. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Chicago going for Aaron Jones based on their their situation with with David Montgomery. I I cannot believe that San Francisco has even put their hat in that ring. They they've got Mostert. They've got Jeff Wilson. They've got Tevin Coleman. I mean, they need got, a quarterback. They don't. They, they don't need a premier yeah, running no, back. They need no. a quarterback. They well, maybe well, what we'll they need is that, Jimmy maybe. G to stay healthy. <laughs> but again, we'll get to that in the QB special. Um, <laughs> Miami, they they can't be completely disappointed with what they got in Salvin Ahmed and um, who is the other guy? How do you, Miles Gaskin. Um, they, they can't be completely unsatisfied with, with that pairing. And, and if I was Miami, I wouldn't spend money on a running back this year. Running backs have proven that they're not necessarily as as expendable or, or as, um, as important to offenses as other pieces of the offense are. Uh, the one place that I could also see him going is the Jets. The Jets just need, they need anything. talent. They anything. need anything. And, and Le'Veon Bell was a huge bust in New York. And I, I didn't see that coming, but... Sam Darnold, if it's going to be Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, um, who, Deshaun Watson, whoever it's going to be, they need talent. And so, so really, I see Aaron Jones, if he, if he really wants a chance to play and play well, uh, the New York Jets and the Arizona Cardinals for me. Yeah, and I mean, there really should be no reason why Aaron Jones is a Packer next year. No, I like, agree. As much as I appreciate time that he was here, how well he played. You know, Jamal Jamal Williams, he's a free agent as well. If we don't keep him, I think we got a solid number one running back. And if we need to pick someone up, you know, we get someone for cheap, one name that, you know, right now the Packers, all the headlines, all you see are, you know, Jim Leonard, yeah. you know, when they were going for the defensive. J.J. Watt was uh, wearing a Wisconsin yeah. Badgers sweatshirt in his goodbye interview to Houston. <laughs> Come on, JJ. <laughs> you know, everyone's got a hard on for yeah. JJ right now. You know, so you know what? We go into the running back position. Yeah. Get someone for cheap, James White. Yep. He's a good third down back. I like he's that. Very, pick. He's very versatile, and he'd be know, a great compliment not? to AJ Dillon. Yes. Yep. He would also be able to not that not that Aaron Jones and, and Jamal Williams can't, but he he would be a really good. Um, 
pros pro for for AJ Dillon to to really learn from and, and uh, work behind. I think that'd be great. All right. I have a good idea every once in a while. Well, it's that. It's because you're so old. It's that old. <laughs> it's that the, the old age is the old really you know just kicking in. It's it's not a good idea. It's wisdom, Tony. You're old. All right. Uh, the QB special. It sounds delicious. I'll have two. <laughs> Unfortunately, some teams have none. And uh, <laughs> so so first, before we really get into the teams that have no quarterback, let's talk about the teams that have traded for a quarterback recently and, and maybe a quarterback that, that needs to be traded. Um, so let's start with Matt Stafford to the Rams. Uh, what would you guys make of this deal? I think it's a good... Uh... I think LA yeah. got fleeced, <laughs> truthfully. Yeah, I... So what did they get? L.A. L.A. got Matt Stafford. Stafford. And that's for, it. Yes. So they got Matt. They got only. They Matt got Matt Stafford. Stafford. <laughs> or Jared Goff. Yeah. Third round and a second round. No, no, two first rounds and a third round. Two first, two firsts, a second, and Jared Goff. I I cannot believe that Detroit got a starting quarterback, who is not all bad. Two first-round picks, so if they don't like the starting quarterback that they that they just traded for, they can go ahead and draft another one. And they got a third-round pick. I, this is just crazy for Matt Stafford. Matt effing Stafford, who hasn't won anything at, at any time When's the last Detroit? time he was in the playoffs? I don't know. <laughs> well, I he mean, doesn't want a playoff game. For crying out loud, sure. it's, it's just ridiculous how much... How much just stock that we put into these guys who rack up yards, rack up stats, and don't win games. Yeah, it's during. It's not like he hasn't had good receivers at points no. in his career. He said, "Yeah, okay." The best receiver of our generation, Calvin Johnson. Sorry, ours. Who, you're who, old. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and then, you know, mini Megatron, uh, Kenny Galladay, who is extremely talented, was off the field this year because of injury, but still. It's not like he's had nobody in his career to throw to. He just can't get it done. I just I don't see this as being a huge success for LA. I see it as them taking a step, uh, at least one step back because they gave up a ton they're, of draft they're capital. They're committing yeah. to him. Yeah, too. quarterback to quarterback, it's a wash yeah. for me. I don't think they're. I mean, they're they're very similar talent. Um, I don't think one is going to have a huge advantage over the other. Matt Stafford has the years of experience, and I think he's a lot more hardy than Jared Goff. But um, is Jared Goff going to do anything in Detroit? No. No. no of course he, not. He, no. He can Nobody only win does at home, and he's not in L.A. anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Midwest. <laughs> and it's cold in Detroit. <laughs> um, no, I just, I, I really, like, I, I've heard people say, okay, well, the Rams are a Super Bowl team. Uh, not like yet. <laughs> I think they got worse, but we'll see. Um, it's just you, you can't give up. I, I'm a huge believer in assets, and assets and, and are, are what's going to get you where you want to be. And Detroit just acquired a ton of assets and a, a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL for a guy who may be two or three quarterbacks better than the guy that they just traded away. I mean, looking at... What the NFC West might look like, you know, we're talking QB situations. Yeah. San Francisco needs a quarterback. Seattle might be needing a quarterback. Arizona might be that best team in that. Russell division. Wilson isn't going anywhere. Hold on, let's 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 finish up our conversation okay. on Matt Stafford, and Sorry. we'll get. No, it's okay. We will get to Russell in, in just a little bit. Um, I just, I I don't know, Matt Stafford. What's the big difference between Matt Stafford and Jason, Jameis Winston? Is there? No. No. They're the same player, right? It, super talented. Stafford's just older. Great great thrower of the football. Makes stupid mistakes when it counts. Yeah, when it counts. That's huge for Matt Stafford because there's a lot of games that he could have won, should have won on his own fourth quarter comebacks. And he didn't. Can't. Didn't. And, and did Jameis Winston make it to the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think so. Don't no. So. No, he did not. As a, as a saint. As, <laughs> as a backup, I think you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just I don't see this as a huge win for, for L.A. Um, next, let's talk about Carson Wentz. I think we have very differing opinions on this trade, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys go first on this one, and, and I'll, I'll chime in when you guys are done. 
Carson Wentz to Indy. This is supposed to be a big deal for Indy um, because, you know, he gets to play with Frank Reich again. And what do they get in return? A third and a conditional second round if he plays 75% or something like that of, of snaps. Yeah. Um, so Indy had their guy in Andrew Luck. I mean, uh, minus Andrew Luck, they were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, plus Andrew Luck, whatever. Yeah. Is Carson Wentz on the same level? Absolutely not. I think this is a big risk for them. Yes, he played. Yes, he played well with with Frank Reich. But did he? He theoretically got them to the Super Bowl, but he couldn't finish the season. Had he been playing in that situation, I don't know that they would have won. But we I, don't know that. We don't know. Okay, but look at the last season. I mean, it's not like they didn't have any talent. So the word out of Philly was that he and Doug Peterson did not speak for at least 10 weeks of the season. So when there's that much turmoil between the quarterback and the head coach, and I I am sure it's not just Doug Peterson's fault either. And that's going to cause you to airmail five-yard out routes? You know what? If if I am, yes, there is no defense for that. Um, that does not mean that he is not a talented quarterback in this league. I agree. Okay, he may have all the talent in the world, but it's still your attitude. This is the reason why I'm not real big on this. I don't think he'll do well in Indy because of his attitude. It's hard to change. Your, it's harder to change your attitude than yeah. be a. You know, if you have that talent, that's going to be the thing that's going to bring you down. He would not talk to <coughs> Doug Peterson. He would go straight to the GM. Who who does that? You know what? <laughs> yeah, say, say that again, Tony. Abiat. That's what. That is what Carson Wentz is. He's just a big yacht. We're keeping it PG here, old man. <laughs> like seriously, like it escapes his mind sometimes. <laughs> who does that? You're just gonna ignore people on your coaching staff, and that's the problem he had at North Dakota State. Because he was by far the best player to ever walk through that program. When has North Dakota State ever pumped but, out a draft pick ever? How, how good was North Dakota State? <laughs> it doesn't matter. He was he was okay, the second but if overall you pick in the, the draft. Super Bowl, you have to have a good uh, team. If see, you're not willing to be part of a team, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. And I, I I totally agree. Because of your attitude. But I I just think that if there was going to be a perfect place for Carson wants to go you know some people were um were talking about Chicago that would have been a bust yeah um quarterbacks Matt Nagy Matt Nagy does not have his shit together in Chicago um some people (laughs) some people were talking about Denver I that would have been maybe that maybe would have been intriguing they've got some young talent at uh wide receiver they've got a pretty decent offensive line Indianapolis has, other than Green Bay, I think the best offensive line in football. They have Jonathan Taylor, who is an up-and-coming running back in this league. They have uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who was an early second-round pick for the Colts this past year, who played really well with Old Man River throwing him the football. Um, They've got T.Y. Hilton maybe... Maybe gone this year. Who knows what his situation is? But they've got they've got a semi deep um, receiver core. They've got Mo Ali Cox, that big tight end who who yep. surprised everybody and caught a bunch of touchdowns this year. It's not like they don't have weapons, and they have the offensive line. That's the huge part in in any quarterback being successful, right? Because it's a holy trinity in football. The, you have to have a quarterback, an offensive line, and a defensive line. The Colts have now have all three. They did not have the quarterback. If you consider. Carson as part of that. And, and I do, because I, this past year, notwithstanding, he was a top 10 fo- uh, quarterback in football the, the last however many years he's been in the league. He has he has performed really, really well when it matters, in crunch time, in games that um, Philly wasn't necessarily supposed to win. He, he had that magical season that pretty much set them up for success for the Super Bowl. Uh, it just happened to be Nick Foles who took over and and won the uh, won the playoff games um, because of an injury. It's so okay, so yes, the, the, the injury risk injury the injury well. risk is there. However, when you when you have when you know what type of a talent you're getting, which is why sometimes I think draft picks can be a little overval- overvalued. I know I said before I'm a huge asset guy, 
but I think that sometimes we overvalue quarterbacks in the draft, especially um, when you when you don't know what you're going to get from a draft pick, but you do know what what type of quarterback you're going to get from Carson Wentz. That's a no brainer to me. You have to go with Carson Wentz, and I can't believe that there are other teams that wouldn't. Um, the Bears called, and and, that's and you all they did. you get this you get this guy who is not that many years removed from a, from a potential MVP season. For a third round pick and maybe a second or a first the next year, that's ridiculous in this in, in this day in, in the NFL where Matt Stafford just went for a starting quarterback, two first rounds and a third round pick. That is absolutely asinine. Indianapolis completely completely fleeced Philadelphia. Or Philadelphia saw Carson Wentz as a cancer and was. And you move him for a third round pick? Had to pick? give him away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I mean, that's if, what they did. Well, if Indy's if up, that was the case, bring him back, start him for six games, and then trade him to, well, to let him at least build up some value. You can't you can't tell me that you feel good right now as the Philadelphia Eagles getting a third round pick for what many people considered a top ten starting quarterback coming into last season. Here's the thing. they This deal with Indy has apparently been approved for three weeks. But they haven't, like, you know, it's still until free agency start that it's completely approved. But they well, yeah, the league year has to start yeah, for it to go through. Yeah. But they but the deal's in place. This, yeah. is, this is a done deal. They've, they've been sitting on it for three weeks waiting to see if other teams wanted to call. That's the what, only team that called was Chicago. That's what I'm saying. Why, no if, one wants if, him if because you he's a don't, cancer. If you don't think that you're getting a good enough value, have him, suit him up. Put him out there and say, "Here's your, here is your. We will trade you. Here is your audition, right? Don't, don't take a third round pick for freaking Carson Wentz. Are you kidding me? You guys, we could, we cannot sit here and say, yeah, Philly made a great move. That's a stupid move. No, they didn't, and it was surprising that they made that move after they let go of Doug Peterson. Yeah, uh, it, one of the two had to go. Not both. Uh, That's right. what I was yep. gonna say. They yep. kind of screwed the pooch on that one, where they got rid of both and not just one. Yeah, I just the because I think Jalen Hurts would do really well under uh, Doug Peterson. I th- I think Jalen Hurts is he did well is yeah, going to do well in Philly next year, but I think that they they really 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 undervalued what Carson Wentz could have potentially brought back. I mean the the other thing is the contract, but Indianapolis had a ton of cap space. So it's not like they. I, I don't know. I just. I did. I hated this move for Philly. I loved it for Indianapolis. I. I really think that Indianapolis is going to win the AFC South next year because of this move, and I think they are Super Bowl contenders yeah. as well. Well, Indy has nothing to lose because no. uh, they don't have a quarterback right at this point. So why not pick up somebody who's maybe a little bit of a gamble? But if they think Frank Reich can. Get him into line, then he will go for I re- it. I really, I, I see this as a huge win for Indy. Uh, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Another kind of, kind of interesting case in the NFL right now. No trade clause, apparently. I love. You know what? I love giving the players the power. Desha- I love that Deshaun Watson is in charge of his own destiny for for the most part. Really, he holds he holds all the power in this situation. Um, he got he got kind of that NBA treatment. You don't, you don't see no trade clauses in the NFL. You see it in the NBA, and I love the NBA because it's a players' league. I love that Deshaun Watson is playing that card. What are his best fits? I think Carolina. You think Carolina? I like Carolina. I I like Teddy Bridgewater, but I think I mean who who'd give up on Desha- or you know not take Deshaun yeah. Watson? Yeah. I mean, there's very few teams that don't need a quarterback. I think Deshaun Watson would be an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater. Huge upgrade. Not and just a little upgrade. That, that's big. Upgrade. I think he fits the defense being an extremely mobile quarterback with a very fast offense. Yeah. That's just more or less what they're willing to DJ do. DJ Moore's fantasy value would just go through yeah. the roof, would it not? I loved, I loved me some DJ Moore, and uh, he kind of disappointed me last year. But Bree, what do you think? Okay, so who who are we uh, contending among? It's Carolina, Miami, New York Jets, Denver, Chicago, Dallas, possibly. Seattle. Yeah, I, I don't know why they're on that list. They should. Dallas be. and Seattle were kind of on our list for like dark horses, but let's talk about their, uh, those first. But couple the first, first four. Yeah, uh, Carolina, 
would he be an improvement there? Yes. But they've got a solid quarterback right now in Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I still think you give him another year, he can get them over the cusp if they fix some some other issues that they have. Offensive line. Yeah. Um, Miami. I think he would make the biggest difference there. Yes. They are a quarterback away of winning that division. Yes. Period. Because uh, Josh Allen, the numbers that he put up were stunning. Uh, the Patriots are on the downslide. For one year. Let's remember, Bill Belichick is still in that organization. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're a wild card. But this is Miami's time to take advantage. They are a quarterback away from winning that division. Well, their defense was so strong last year, and they return almost every player from that defense that was a regular contributor. They, let's, let's face it. They've been rebuilding for a decade, and they've and finally, it's finally paying off. put the guys in place that they, <laughs> yeah. that they need in order to, to get over the hump. And they um, need to make that final move because Tua... Yeah. Yes, he was reliable, and you want to turn the ball over, but he also had no production. But yeah, right. You can't keep a, a team with a with with two quarterbacks kind of going back and forth. Oh, I'm going to bench this guy when he's not, you know, doing well. You, you have to have consistency, and I think Deshaun Watson would definitely bring that to the table. Um, the Jets, they're more than a quarterback away at this point. Part of me wants to say they have the quarterback on their roster. Yeah, I, they need they need the in. coach. And they need Sand talent. Up. And if I was Deshaun Watson, I wouldn't want to go to the Jets. That I just feel like that's another team you're going to waste years on. Yeah. It's a huge market. That's that is what's good about the Jets is that it's it is New York. It's yeah. not just the Jets. You know, you're going you're going to New York, and you can make a lot of money in New York by being a successful professional athlete. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best fit for Deshaun Watson. And then Denver, I, I think that'd be a really intriguing choice. Um, he wouldn't be like the stopgap measure that Peyton Manning was to get right. you one Super Bowl and then done. Um, I think he could be a really good long-term fit for them because uh, they've got a lot of really good young guys and like Noah Fant and who's their receiver. Um, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Judy, You yep. got uh, the speedster out of KJ Hamler, uh, the speedster out of Penn State from this past They've this got past plenty draft. of young weapons on offense, and yeah. they've always had a solid defense. So I think he would be a real difference maker there. Um, Plus Chicago, the offensive line is pretty good. Sorry. Yes. Chicago, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know that he would be. I don't want him to go to Chicago. I wouldn't mind. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The, the Bears, they still suck. Well, they're going to suck, and we know that, but I don't want them to, like, suck less. <laughs> I think, no. I mean, I think he'd go there and have a similar experience that he had in Houston yeah. With, yeah. with the Bears. It's a very it's a struggling team. Um, they've been struggling for a while. He's not the one that's going to turn the corner for no. them. They can't commit to any personnel at any position, it feels like. Right. Especially quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be interesting to see what Chicago, Chicago does with quarterback this upcoming season. Tony, uh... You said Carolina for Deshaun Watson. Do you see another best fit from this list, or do you see a dark horse at all? I mean, dark horse. Dallas is just kind of a mess right now, too. What are they gonna? The big know. question is, what do they do with Dak? You they can't, committed to the guy, though. You no, cannot. They didn't even put him in their hype video. Yeah. Didn't they? No, they didn't. Oh, that's yeah. different than what they were saying when he broke his ankle. Yeah. No, they did not put him in their 2021 hype video. Wow. Really? Well, he's not under contract, so yeah. maybe that's part of it. But I just I can't see Dallas franchise tagging Dak for 38 million. If you're gonna if you're gonna take a, a dead cap hit of 38 million, then you need to you need to work out a deal with that player and structure it in a way that's not a $38 million yeah. cap hit. No, they yeah. will. He's not going anywhere. They have to keep him because they don't have He was putting options. up numbers before yeah. he got hurt. Well, and here's the thing. And I know because he was on my fantasy they, team. They I just hate you, killed... I feel Dallas killed themselves. You know, they signed Amari Cooper. And they've got they've Michael got, Gallup. They, they've they got CeeDee Lamb. They basically signed everyone else before their franchise quarterback. Uh, Zeke. Like, Zeke, who yeah. you know, we 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 all mentioned earlier in the show. Why would you put loads of money into a running back? And and Dallas is the perfect case of why you wouldn't. Yeah. Now they're gonna have to cut a really good young player like Jalen Smith because they paid Zeke. Who once he got his contract didn't do a whole. Didn't do anything. Back. He was terrible last year. He okay, sorry, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't. The Zeke that we are used to seeing, and well, maybe he, that was due to like not having Dak Prescott for the majority. But he was of the, the guy who should have stepped up. Yes. Once they lost Dak, he didn't. Yes. He was non-existent. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know, Deshaun. I really 
So truly, I would love to see Deshaun in either Miami or Denver. Um, I love I love Brian Flores, the head coach in Miami. He is an all energy players, uh, player mentality type of guy who just really gets the best out of his guys. And you saw that last year. I mean, Fitz Patrick was Fitz Magic anytime he stepped on the field, and and he hasn't he has not always been Fitz Magic. His career is not this illustrious thing that that many people should be should be pining for, but he was really good when he was on the field last year. Tua, I I don't know what to make of Tua. He did not have an off season. Um, he was rehabbing an injury from from his time at Alabama. How many times did he get benched while he was playing? You got to remember he doesn't. He might he does, he doesn't even know the offense. Yeah. He didn't get to play in it until he started starting football games. And it's it's not I don't know if I want to hold that against the guy. But again, if you trade for Deshaun Watson, this is the same mentality for me with Carson Wentz. If you trade for Deshaun Watson, you know what you're gonna get. You at this point. Oh yeah, in I think his you career, know more what you're gonna get with Deshaun than you do with Carson Wentz. Exactly. So make one of these teams, Carolina, Miami, the Jets, Denver, Chicago. Maybe Dallas, um, another another team. <laughs> I just I'm not settled on Kyler Murray as the as the quarterback for for Arizona, and I think they need to sell on that before before they can't. Well, he still um, has value. Yeah. Yes. Um, I.e. Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, one of these teams needs to trade for Deshaun Watson, and if they if they can't, um, it would be a massive massive mistake from them from on their part. Uh, another team, Jacksonville. You don't, they, yes, they're in line to draft Trevor Lawrence. You don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to do at the NFL level. You know exactly who Deshaun Watson is at the NFL level, and he is a stud. Go trade for him. I, I got a question for you. You keep naming all these teams. Well, who doesn't need a quarterback yeah, right now? Yeah, let's, let's play I who mean, needs. Actually, know, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I can think of maybe seven teams that don't need a quarterback. Who are they, Tony? Okay, obviously Green Bay. Green Bay, that's one. MVP. Um, MVP. You know, Seattle shouldn't need a quarterback with Russell Wilson. Okay, two. God, you guys are really putting me on the spot. Tampa Bay? Tampa? Tampa? Yeah. yeah Tampa. <laughs> with Tom Brady. Yeah, thank you. Uh, did, you see, did you see the video of him chucking the, the Super Bowl trophy? Uh, he was completely smashed. <laughs> he had a little bit of tequila. <laughs> When you have seven of, of them, of one of them is disposable. He, he had a little bit of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so how many are we at? We're at three. That's three. Three. Oh, man. Casey. Okay. Casey, yeah. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. If you're going with Wentz, we'll go with Wentz. Okay, Indy. Okay. That's four. That's five. Five. <laughs> Missed one. We're getting there. Yeah, come on, Tony. Who else are you at? Justin Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Joe Burrow. No, meh, no, you meh. cannot meh, 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 Joe Burrow. <laughs> I, he was the number one draft pick last year. He uh, he played a, he played well Johnny when Manziel. he had an opportunity. Okay, really? You're going to compare Joe Burrow to Johnny Money Manziel? Yeah, where's the Money Manziel? <laughs> He's playing in uh, the uh, players. League? No, it's not uh, the lingerie league. It's the league that Marshawn Lynch like, co-owns. <laughs> Can you imagine Beast Mode co-owning a football league? league. He's in an arena. Like Skittles are everywhere. An arena fan. Fan. It's like a fan-controlled league. Oh, we could go watch him in Green Bay. I don't know. Indoors. Let's put it this way: his highlight, he ran for a touchdown, but they still got, they still lost. Yeah, that was the highlight of Johnny Menzel. Moving on. You're at five teams. You're only at five, buddy. That's it. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. No, Um, we're at seven with with Herbert and Joe Burrow. We made okay. in seven, but we're we're close enough. How, well, yeah. What about Cleveland? Baker? I mean, he no. got into the playoffs this year. They're he not, got him awfully close they're, they're the year before. They're not moving on from him this I year. They're not moving on from no, him. I think the, he's better without OBJ. Oh, the Bills. Come on. The Josh Bills. Allen. The jo- yeah, Josh Allen, the, the quarterback uh, quarterback savant other than Aaron Rodgers this year. I mean, he was really good. We'll see yeah. if he can repeat. We'll see if he can repeat. But he earned, he earned many chances to repeat. Okay. Basically, well over a third, two thirds, two thirds of the two thirds of NFL could use that need a quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I besides Deshaun Watson in Texans, but he should not stay there. The the last situation I really want to talk about, and then we'll then we'll sign off because we're getting to that forty five minute mark. <laughs> um, 
What yeah. about Kirk Cousins? Man. Keep him in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, I like him. <laughs> do we want to pay his contract? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or you should. Or what? I it's, mean, it's like Jay Cutler being the fourth best quarterback in Green and, Bay history. And, yeah, absolutely. You know? Who? So okay. We might as well add Kirk Cousins to that list. So so now after after we talk about Kirk Cousins, I really want to talk about the four best Packers quarterbacks in in Packer history in in what order we put them in. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I just. Is Minnesota sold on him? Should they be? I don't think they should be. They're but... paying him enough to be yeah. sold on him, but but uh... we just saw Carson Wentz get moved. Like so, if you're Minnesota and you get offered a first round pick for for Kirk oh, Cousins, it. yeah, definitely. I just who so so okay so who would it, offer it... that first round pick? I mean, it would have to be someone that has nope nothing a very open or a very May I may I present the Washington football team? Back to Washington. So, and the only reason I the only reason I say that Washington picks what? Where's what's Washington's pick in the in the draft this year? They're probably right in the middle of the pack somewhere. They're the top ten. They they are not in the top ten. They made the playoffs this past season. Um, They're in the middle of the pack somewhere. They they've got to be in the middle of the pack somewhere. So if you're picking in the middle of the pack somewhere, who? So who are you going to get? Are you going to be able to get? You're not going to be able to get any no. quarterback. If you're They're 19. middle of the okay, pack, 19. middle of the pack. They're picking 19. Um, would you trade the, the 19th pick in the draft for Kirk Cousins? No. I, I would. mean, I think he's worth it, but as long as you're willing to not want a quarterback, you, you'd have to find a quarterback someplace else. If you're looking for that other player to fit a spot in your team, then yes. I, I feel bad for Washington because they have an amazing defense. I love I love Chase Young. That's why Chase Young and Montez Sweat are the best young pass rushing duo in the in the league right now. Um I didn't mention it earlier, but that's where I would want to see Deshaun Watson play. That would be really cool. I don't think I Washington don't think has Washington yeah. doesn't have the assets to make no. it happen. But I would. I'm right there with you. If if somehow Deshaun Watson can can get himself to Washington, that would be awesome. If not, I really think Washington should be looking at the Kirk Cousins type. I was surprised that they weren't in on the Carson Wentz, but I'm I'm also pretty positive that Philly wasn't going to trade him within the division. Um, I really think that Kirk Cousins would be a huge upgrade, no matter no matter how crappy he we think he is as a quarterback. He would be a huge upgrade over Alex Smith. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the guy can't move. And they were still a playoff team last year. And the NFC East is terrible. They would be they would be a playoff team for the next, however long Kirk Cousins' contract is, is, is for. Um, and, then, and then at that point, you worry about finding the QB of the future. I think the perfect situation for, for a guy like Kirk Cousins, maybe even, maybe even like a Mitch Trubisky... I don't know. Who 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 do you guys think could go to Washington and really that that is reasonable and could really galvanize that team and, and push them further into the playoffs? Jameis Winston? His kind no. he, he's not he's not going back he's to He's too similar to Dwayne Haskins. He may be going back to New New Orleans. There's no way he's going to Washington. I, I don't see any similarities between Dwayne Haskins and, and Jameis Winston. Jameis was a five thousand yard Per season passer, but he he would not be that with the Washington football team. Terry, scary Terry is pretty good. Yeah. You got Logan Thomas, who's an underrated tight end. I don't know. I I don't. Think... I see them attitude wise being similar. Okay, thank you. Yes, that's that, okay. Uh, that, and does that Washington need another sense. guy like that that is gonna prioritize? Probably you know, not. Other things over the football team, no. But maybe J- you know maybe Jameis has matured with his year in in New Orleans. Who knows? But you know, Jameis Winston could could potentially be a cheaper option um, without having to give up any draft picks or anything. Um, I just I don't see I don't see a huge market or, or a huge like glaring yes this is the guy for Washington other than Kirk Cousins because Minnesota they need to go into a rebuilding mode. They need to be the team. They them and them and the, the the Lions and the NFC North really need to be the teams that are kind of stockpiling assets right now because Minnesota could have a much shorter rebuild um, 
if they start doing that now. They've got the running back. They've got the defense. They've got a great running back. They've had a historically good defense. They need to shore up their offensive line and the quarterback. Yep. Truthfully, that's yeah, what they need Yeah, and they, they don't to do. need a top-tier quarterback. They need some, no, somebody no. who can I mean, play under pressure get a little bit better. the ball to their than... playmakers. We yeah. were talking about you know Deshaun Watson. I was talking about Deshaun Watson going to Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater. I, I mean, yeah. he's not... Not going to be the greatest quarterback, but I mean, he's at least somewhat reliable. Yeah, he has a couple bad throws every now and then, but it's an upgrade from where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I don't know. All right, we're gonna we're gonna sign off by naming the four best quarterbacks in Packers history, and other quarterbacks from other teams can also be included in those four best quarterbacks. Do you know what I mean? So like a like a Jay Cutler can definitely be up in that up in that list. So Tony, let's start with you. How would you rank? Uh, who are the best four quarterbacks in Packers history? Can I have to go with Bet- Brett Favre as number one? Okay, so you're starting with one and then going to four. Yeah, I'll go one to four. Interesting. Um, you know, just with my old age, watching him through his entire career, you know. God, you're old. I know. <laughs> um, I'd say Aaron Rodgers just because of where he's at, MVP. Okay. Um. Then I'm going to have to say Jay Cutler for giving You're going smoking Jay over smoking Bart Jay. the Fart? Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bart the Fart some respect. Um, and then I'm going to go with Bart Star. All right. Were you around to watch him too? No. Okay. <laughs> he just, just barely, barely, he yeah. just barely can, dates Tony. We got, a, we got a couple pictures of him in our bar. So. Nice. Nice. All right, Bree, who are top four quarterbacks in Packers history? Number four, Jay Cutler. Number three, Bart Starr. Two, Rodgers. One, Favre. Oh, my gosh. You guys are both wrong. I got to love the gunslinger. You guys are both wrong. He's got a winner's attitude. Uh, You know, I I I can't stand Aaron Rodgers and his... These are terrible. I can't throw an interception because it looks bad on a piece of paper. Yeah, come on. You know what? Brett Favre wanted to win every single game he was in. It didn't matter how far down he was. Can I give my list? No, no, no. He's the comeback king, man. Aaron Rodgers is not bad. Oh, my God. You guys are terrible. I appreciate that way more than You guys are both wrong. You guys are both wrong. Every second quarter before the end of the half, Brett Favre would always throw a Hail Mary. You know what? Brett Favre dominated the middle eight. Exactly. I'm sick of hearing about the middle eight. Here we no, go. You want, you okay, can I can I start my four, please? Interception <laughs> percentage in the middle eight. <laughs> Brett Favre is terrible. Just kidding. I love Brett, but um, okay. So, he, so here's my top four. All right, you ready for this one? Okay, number four, definitely Bart Starr. Um, Tony Tony watched him play. He knows he knows how great he was. Uh, we first two Super Bowls. It was it was awesome. Number three. Brett Favre. I oh, just, man. I really don't think, you know, Brett Favre was, was better than, than my guy number two, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the number two ranked quarterback <laughs> in Packers history. And, and he was the number one quarterback in Packers history up until this past season when uh, a guy named Jordan Love was drafted in the first round and pushed Aaron Rodgers to be the MVP this year. So I'm going Jordan Love, number one. And Jordan Love can't hit a target that stands wow, still. That we haven't seen that. He's got the <laughs> They have video of it at practice. <laughs> uh, fake news. All right. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, we, we really appreciate uh, you guys taking your time and hearing us talk about sports and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. <laughs> have, a, have a great evening. Thank you very much.